Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved. Cast out demons and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of men's souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, I can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. Week so far, we took a couple days off here um, 
But we are back. So appreciate you for tuning in tonight. And uh, tonight I'm going to have a special guest on, Pastor John Gogan from Agape Bible Fellowship. It's always a pleasure to have Pastor John on. And uh, if you'd like to talk to Pastor John tonight, maybe you need prayer, uh, deliverance, uh, maybe you need a healing. Whatever you need, the Lord is able, according to his riches and glory, to uh, meet that need tonight. And um, we praise God for an opportunity to minister. Uh, the call-in number for the show will be 917-889-2745. Again, 917-889-2745. And uh, if you do not have a long distance, you can call us on the toll-free number. That is 877-806-2482. And uh, join us in the chat. Pastor John, are you on with us tonight? Brother Shannon, I am right here and uh, with bated breath, and it is a blessing once again to be on. And uh, I just praise God for everyone who's listening. And uh, I know the Holy Spirit is engineering and orchestrating, orchestrating as um, as we've been praying. Uh, he will and would, and it's uh, it's also a blessing to uh, be able to talk to you again, brother. Well, praise God, my friend. How you been doing recently? What's new? Well, we just got back from New England, and uh, my uh, wife's uh, mom had uh, passed. And yes. So uh, a few weeks back, and they just, uh, her dad decided to have uh, a memorial service, and it was neat. In fact, it was kind of, I told my wife, kind of surreal because we were in the very church that we uh, had married, uh, had been married uh, by the pastor who I got saved under uh, 34 years ago, um, married, and, um, you know, it was uh, just a real blessing to be back in that building. I haven't probably been in there for about 32 years, so um, it was really uh, just a neat time, a God-glorifying time. There had to be at least a couple hundred people there, 150, 200 people, and uh, whoever wasn't saved got to hear the gospel, salvation gospel, and uh, just got back, hit the ground running, and uh, wanted to make sure that you know, we were um, on the air tonight, and it's, again, a, a pleasure and a blessing. Also, uh, talked to the brother out there who I had met through my, uh, actually through a guy who had meetings in last December uh, there in New England, and uh, he was down in Virginia, and kind of Holy Spirit brought them both together, and uh, this guy had come fresh off my meetings and shared with this other gentleman, this other brother, and uh, so I was able to uh, meet him uh, since I was in New England for the memorial service, so hoping uh, to, before the year is out, have a, what I call uh, one of my mini workshops there in Massachusetts. So Praise keep God. Keep in prayer. Keep yes. in prayer. And, but staying busy, my brother. Staying busy and, and, uh, and trying to, trying to serve, serve uh, Heaven's kingdom. Amen. Now, Pastor John, you'll have a uh, deliverance conference coming up again, do you not? Uh, Hegewish 94? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I'll be speaking at Hegewish's uh, workshop, which is coming out in about a week and a half. And uh, they're located, of course, in uh, Highland, Indiana. And uh, that's uh, uh, coming up, uh, as I said, about a week and a half. I believe it's October the 22nd uh, weekend. And uh, looking forward to uh, sharing from God's Word and and, and ministering uh, in the full gospel there as well. And, you know, I've always said, brother, my three greatest feelings in life, my three greatest joys are 
number one, preaching the word. Number two, uh, leading someone to Jesus. Uh, Amen. You know, seeing someone just newly reborn. And then, of course, uh, the third thing is uh, is uh, kicking demon out. Hey, listen, I, I like to kick demons out. Uh, <laughs> we don't get enough opportunity over here, uh, up in North Georgia. So, folks, if you've ever seen a uh, a mass delivered service live, you're missing out on something. You need to get down to uh, these conferences that uh, Pastor John puts out up on the Gobby, Gobby Bible Fellowship out in uh, Aurora, New York, uh, Hegewish conferences. Um, fantastic time in the Lord. Not only can you get deliverance, but you can see mass deliverance in action. You can get a hold of some great deliverance material, make a lot of friends, and there's always fellowship after church. You know, it's good to go out and eat and fellowship, and uh, just a great time in the Lord. Amen. But um, I have fond memories of Hegewish Conference number 92, and I look forward to coming back. And I tell you, you will learn something every time, folks. And it's just uh, its a weekend of um, back-to-back deliverance teaching with uh, ministry and services in the evening. It's just awesome. So uh, something uh, you want to check out. <coughs> Excuse me, brother. And, um, you know, we just had ours uh, the weekend of September, I believe, uh, 17th, uh, 18th, and 19th. And... Uh, they're powerful. Uh, I, I yes. always tell the, uh, the the you know the small lighthouse here that we uh, that we have the, the small flock that uh, every time it seems like uh, the Lord just bests Himself with every workshop and you know we've had oh just got done with number fifty two so we're past the half century mark. Yes, and, um, <laughs> I've probably been out to oh probably between sixty five and seventy of Hegewish's workshops over the years so. Uh, they really are a blessing, and I'm hoping the, the Lord is going to put through, uh, put together this one in New England. And uh, brother, you know, um, I'm probably on the air with you every other week, uh, and then we'll kind of see how November and December go. Maybe I can get on every week, depending on my schedule. But the uh, I'm hoping this mini workshop will, will just you know congeal, and the Holy Spirit will put it together, and we'll be able to have one, and we'll uh, we'll let others know. So anyone in the area. Is what you know can, can come and can can uh, you know get the teachings and uh, lay that foundation. The pastor Worley told me you know laying that foundation of truth, so you can uh, you know go from there. You know uh, this foundation is so important, John, because there's very few that are teaching this truth. Yet this is the source of most of our problems in these last days: uh, demonic spirits, attacks from the enemies. You know, and um, that's why. You know, the church is being slaughtered, uh, for lack of a better adjective, because um, they don't know who the enemy is. They don't. They refuse to believe that uh, Satan and his demons uh, are out there, much less can be in a Christian. And so, you know, um, I've kind of gotten to the point where, you know, uh, I've had enough people say, well, you know, I'm not demonized. You're saying I'm demonized? I'm a Christian. You know, Satan can't pass the blood. Well, I say that's true about your spirit. I believe your spirit, man, is sealed, but uh, they can still get in your soul, which is your mind, will, and emotions, your flesh. Uh, and then, of course, I always bring out the example of the Apostle Paul, who had a demon. And, you know, it's like, are you better than the Apostle Paul? <laughs> if he could, then, you know, you and I could. And, uh, you know, I get to the point where I'm really understanding that uh, it's the desperate that get delivered. And, uh, you know, there are enough people out there that want deliverance, that um, I think it can be a distraction for me if I uh, just keep, you know, trying to do the job of trying to convince people that they have demons. Uh, sooner or later, they will find out that they do, and hopefully, 
Um, they'll remember, Pastor John. <laughs> <laughs> that there's some out there that were preaching the message and try to get a hold of you, you know? Yeah, you know, this morning I was listening to uh, John MacArthur on the radio. I like a lot of his teaching. I uh, don't agree with everything, of course, and, of course, he's not in our camp. He <laughs> probably, uh, even though I was in, in uh, Bible college and had asked his counsel on where to go to seminary, so I've met him, talked to him personally, and uh, but he... Actually, said this morning in reference to the Second Corinthians ten verse that you're talking about, where Paul says, a, you know, that it was sent to buffet me, you know, a, a, a lot of the translations translated messenger. The, the Greek word, I couldn't believe he said it. It was because uh, exactly what I believe. Then he went off from there, but uh, the, the Greek word is angelos, and and uh, you know anybody can count in an exhaustive concordance. How many times Angelos is used, and uh, I believe I counted 72 times uh, in the New Testament, and out of uh, 82 times it's used. No, excuse me, 82, and out of out of 79 times it's translated angel, real angel. Yes. So I can't comprehend why the translators translated a messenger, other than to confuse and to, you know, just water down the truth that it's an yes. angel of Satan. What's an angel of Satan? A demon. demon. And MacArthur actually admitted that. It was an angel of Satan. But, you know, he either says it's in the Judaizers or it's in uh, people who, uh, are giving, uh, who are unsaved and they're giving Paul a problem. But then, you know, what he didn't include, of course, is it says, uh, Paul nails it down, he says, a thorn in the flesh. And brother, yes. Shannon, I, I've never had a thorn lay on top of my skin and give me a problem. But when it's in my skin, then I got a problem. Oh, yeah. It has to be in something. You, you get the point. A thorn in the flesh, obviously a metaphor for something, I believe, that was in Paul's physical body. And I think, by the way, from Galatians and uh, one other text, uh, you know, I think he had eye problems because he was totally blinded by the blazing light of the Lord Jesus Christ who appeared uh, to him while he was riding on, on, a, on a horse on, or camel, whatever they rode, uh, on the road to Damascus, and he was thrown from it. And uh, this blazing light started talking to him, and, uh, you know, Shaul, Shaul, why, why are you persecuting me? And uh, you know the, story, the rest of the story. So I can't understand how these people can just say, well, it's, it's in someone else, and they're all, you know, they're, they're unbelievers giving Paul a problem. No, he nails it. He says, in the flesh, it given me a thorn in the flesh, an angel, a demon of Satan. Yes, pretty clear, pretty clear, brother, isn't it? Oh, it is. It is. You know, and I, I don't know what the big deal is. Uh, people have, um, you know, I say, hey, get over it um, and get it out. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, deliverance is the children's bread. Uh, so that's one of the fringe benefits of being a Christian, having Jesus Christ as our Savior, that um, He's made appropriations for us. You know, to uh, be able to get these demons uh, out of us and get set free through his, the power of his blood. Now, I want you to talk a little bit about the blood of Jesus tonight. And uh, before I do that, um, you know, I failed to have you open up in prayer tonight. Would you uh, launch us in prayer for this show, brother? I would be honored. I, I was kind of thinking, uh, along with you, that maybe Pastor, Pastor Worley did such a great job of binding everything and, uh, and losing some uh, good angels that maybe that covered it. But yeah, let's open up in prayer. Amen. And, uh, let's ask. Let's let's uh, let's just ask ask God to to really uh, move in power with His Holy Spirit. Father, right now, as Brother Shannon 
and anyone and everyone listening, not only live, but also archived down the road and uh, on MP3, we, we just pray right now for everyone listening. We, uh, first of all, bind the strong man over and within each of us. We bind every wicked spirit, every evil spirit that would seek to, to uh, interfere and throw monkey wrenches into anything that the Lord Jesus Christ is trying to accomplish. And Father, we pray in your Son's mighty name that you would move heaven and earth for everyone listening. And even as we, at the uh, end of our time slot, uh, approach uh, a live uh, uh, kicking out demon time, we pray that uh, the Lord Jesus Christ would be lifted high, and Father, that you would be glorified through that, and the Holy Spirit would have his way every second in this program. We uh, just uh, bind the strong man not only within us and over us, but, but also in the heavenlies, and we break the chains of command, all advice, control, power, and strength. And we want to employ angels uh, to the max. We don't want them on the unemployment lines like uh, so many are in this country. But, uh, Father, we just pray as we loose in Jesus' mighty name also, uh, myriads and myriads of angels, especially the hornets of the Lord, those same hornets, that was sent out in advance of Israel, uh, as they entered into the physical promised land, we just uh, loose the hornets of the Lord in order to uh, uh, fight and attack every demon in the land that we want to repossess, and that is our souls and our physical bodies. And uh, tonight, some of us are hurting, Father, and we just pray that you will uh, just help us. We bind all spirits of hurt, all spirits of deep hurt, wounded spirit, bruised emotions, and we just loosen to us life, health, healing, and restoration, as well as the seven spirits of God and quickening. And we also pray that uh, as we loose power, love, and a sound mind into us, that uh, it would be uh, a very profitable, spiritually profitable time. We uh, thank you in advance, precious Father and the precious Lord Jesus Christ, for all that you both are doing in our lives. We uh, praise the Godhead, and we uh, thank you especially, the Lord Jesus Christ, for being our able high priest at the right hand of the Father in the third heaven, far above all principalities and powers. We are in you. That means we are also above all the, all the enemy uh, in the heavenly, second heavens, in the first heavens, on the earth, under the earth and within people. And we use the, 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 not only the keys of the kingdom, but also we, we employ... Uh, your mighty name, Lord Jesus Christ. In fact, we ask all of these things. Holy Spirit, take charge. You orchestrate perfectly, as you always do, in the in the, the mighty name of Jesus. And everyone said, Amen, Amen, and Amen. Amen. And if uh, you're just tuning in, you're listening to a live program. This is Mega Man Radio with Pastor John Gogan. Uh, Pastor John, uh, give out your uh, website and your ministry contact info, please. Yeah, you bet. It's um, agapebible.org. And, of course, it's a very simple website. Uh, you know, we hope to be getting more uh, materials uh, uploaded uh, on and then so you can download them. And uh, people take – I've had a number of emails, Brother Shannon, not only from Watchman Radio but also from Omega Man Radio. Praise God for them both. Amen. And we have had a uh, – you know, I've had over the, over the you know, months now, I think it's been a year now since we've known one another, and uh, Brother Richie. And uh, you know, it's, it, we've had a number. I've had a number of just great questions, 
and uh, really uh, people with uh, Christian brethren with just such teachable spirits, and um, uh, and, and you know, I've had a few that just wanted to argue. I won't debate. I won't argue. <laughs> Uh, I just, you know, God bless you. Let's agree to disagree without being disagreeable. But uh, it's agapebible.org, and uh, it's a very simple website. And um, we uh, can also be reached, of course, if you want to reach me personally by email, it's pjservant, and that, of course, stands for Pastor John, servant at aol.com. And I'd be glad to answer any questions that you may have. If you want to argue, uh, you're, just feel free to call Brother Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. And, hey, if you have a question about deliveries tonight, um, hey, this is what the program's all about. We'd love to hear from you. You can call in, uh, put you on with, Doc, uh, with, with excuse me, Pastor John, um, 917-889-2745. Or you, if you're in the chat room and you'd like to uh, post your question there, I'll ask it of Pastor John tonight. I want to share a testimony, Pastor John. Um, I've been reading a book. Uh, let me pull this out. It's... Uh, the Power of the Blood by H.A. Max White. Excellent. Outstanding book. And I, I tell you something. I also had a, 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 a uh, the CD that he had done a number of years ago, so I've played that today as I was working. And uh, I'll tell you, uh, that's a secret weapon, folks, is the blood of Jesus, which I want Pastor John to talk about tonight, uh, why the blood of Jesus is so important. In fact, uh, what I tell people is what I've been told, and I'll tell you it works, and that is um, plead the blood of Jesus over yourself. In fact, uh, I've been getting up and I've been pleading the blood of Jesus over myself, over my family, over my car. I'll go to bed. I'll say, you know, I covered the, uh, the building here with the blood of Jesus. Of course, I ask God to loose warrior angels to, you know, walk around the property and so forth. And uh, uh, today, I was coming home from work and uh, I went to a car wash. I'd spilled some gasoline uh, on my car as I was pumping it. It just gushed out. And so I went over to wash it off and somehow or another... Um, my uh, my cell phone disappeared, and so it's 25 minutes before the show tonight, and I'm looking for my cell phone so I could uh, dial up Pastor John. I said, "Wait a minute, where's the cell phone?" And I searched time low and I could not find it. I was getting desperate because you know, like many people, I have my whole address book in this thing. And uh, here recently, Pastor John, uh, attacks have been happening. Everybody that I know in deliverance, um, computers have been blowing up, network routers have been crashing. You know, I've lost two laptops myself since I've been in deliverance. You know, uh, physical attacks, financial attacks, you know, every attack that can happen. And I know the plan of the enemy. The enemy uh, hopes to take some people and get them so discouraged and that they say, hey, I, I give up. This is not worth it. You know, they spin off and, you know, get out of it. And that would be the worst mistake a person can make because, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, once the demons know that you have some knowledge about deliverance, uh, they'll never... <laughs> Let you sit on the sidelines. Uh, it's all or nothing for them, right? Yeah, you know, so, Pastor Worley used a great example with uh, Brother Shannon with, uh, you know, kind of a train that goes on a track, you know, and the train's just humming along and the track's, you know, clankety clank clank, and, and you know, the train's just moving uh, at its, uh, you know, prescribed uh, speed, and everything's going smooth. What happens, brother, when that train decides? Well, it wants to make its own track, and it's going to do whatever it wants to do. Man, it gets an awfully bumpy ride. Oh, yeah. And, uh, in fact, it's going to come to a complete halt because you get stuck in the mud. And, brother, there's a lot of stuck-in-the-mud believers out there. And especially, the, you know, what's sad is, and, and I know it's hard to believe this, but, you know, 90% of the people who, when I first began 
uh, now, you know, 20 years in this ministry, they're gone. They're gone. In fact, it didn't take 20 years for them to go. 90% of the people that I've seen don't last long-term. And that's sad, especially the ones who receive some, you know, some good help and some great Amen. freedom. You know, the Lord Jesus, remember those uh, those lepers? How many came back to thank them? Only one. No, how many came back to thank your return, and how many came back to thank them? Um, just one, just right? One. Yes. You're right, just one. Only one came back. Jesus said, where are the others? I healed all of you. There were ten, and only one came back. But, you know, that's why Jeremiah says, the heart, you know, my heart, your heart, every listener's heart, it's, it's deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can understand it? And, of course, that's the heart that is uh, that we're given at birth, at the physical birth. And then, of course, sanctification is, is the, you know, God renewing our hearts and minds and literally recreating us and giving us a new nature and, uh, and giving us a new heart that, that vies and that, that fights with that old heart. And, uh, you know, I've always said, Brother Shannon, that, you know, you can uh, every, kick every demon out, uh, which I don't believe is possible before we die, but uh, even if you did, we still would have, it would be wicked and evil because we have a sin nature, which is just as wicked as any uh, yes. combination of evil spirits. You agree? Amen. Yes, sure. So uh, you know, it's it's sad, but but the um, you know the average Christian just just doesn't last in this ministry. And brother, I love what you said about the blood of Jesus because it is absolutely the most important uh, it, one of the keys, I should say. Uh, it may not be the most important, but it's one of the most important. Let me clarify. You know, uh, attack weapons and defensive weapons uh, in our arsenal because the blood is, is still alive, it's still covering, it's all powerful, and the enemy fears it and hates it, brother. Well, absolutely. So I've been uh, appropriating it, and I've been, you know, covering myself, uh, saturating this atmosphere with it, and, uh, you know, praising God. And so today... You know, 25 minutes before the show, I'm scrambling around. I can't find my cell phone. I'm dialing it up. I'm thinking maybe it's hidden. I'll hear it buzz. I run out to my car, and nothing. I said, oh, my goodness, it's gone. Mm. It decided to jump out of my uh, holster. And uh, I said, I'm going to try one more time. But before I did, I said, Father God, I ask that you unloose the angels to go find my cell phone. Well, I dialed the number uh, in between Dash and in between the uh, office and the car and it was going right into voicemail i said oh my goodness it must be dead i i asked god to loose the angels i pick up the phone and call and a guy answers he says hello i said hey you have my cell phone uh i said uh yes you have my cell phone right where are you at and he says uh oh this is freddy's uh somebody gave me your cell phone come by and pick it up it turns out it was just uh walking distance from where i'm at you know god already knew about it when it decided to jump out of <laughs> <laughs> onto the ground, praise God. Uh, you know, I, I I believe uh, I believe that when I got up this morning and I pleaded the blood over myself, and then I asked God to loose the angels in Jesus' name to go out and find the cell phone. You know, he already he was already working ahead of, ahead of me, and Amen. so you know, praise God, I recovered my cell phone. Uh, you know, what a victory! But uh, you know, the, the the word does say the angel of the Lord encampeth about the righteous. Okay, so I I hang on to that uh, word and. Uh, I believe in the power of the blood. Um, 
And so uh, I tell you what I, I decided to do. I've lost two laptops so far from attacks of the enemy. And not only me, but I, I talked to a brother Rich over there. He had a, an attack on his equipment this week. Carl Henderson, uh, another deliverance medicine in the Philippines. His laptop just died. Another one just died. I mean, everybody I know in deliverance is, uh, I think, Pastor Michael. <laughs> he had an attack on his computer the other day. I'm thinking, you know, this is serious stuff because uh, most of our computers have a lot of deliverance material on there, audios and so forth. And, uh, you know, no one wants to lose everything, especially if you don't have a backup. So I learned the last time my laptop died, I said, you know what? I'm not taking any more chances. So as we speak, I'm looking at the back of my laptop, and if you could see here, I've got a sticker on the back, and it says, I apply the blood of Jesus Christ to this laptop. Uh, I was talking to a brother John Franklin the other day, and then we were talking about the blood of Jesus, and I remember what I saw up at Hegewish, Conference 92, and, and you all will too, people, if you go up there to this church. If When I went in there, uh, you know, I saw right above the, the doors, you know, in and, you know, the main entrance, the bathrooms, the offices, these little plaques. It says, uh, anybody or anything that comes through here is covered with the blood of Jesus. Amen. So I said, you know what, this is this is serious stuff. The the attacks of the enemy are serious. Uh, we know one lady who's in the hospital this week. Uh, she was under witchcraft attack. You know, personal belongings being attacked. Uh, you know, on and on I can go. I said, I'm not going to be a victim anymore. I went out and got a little sticker machine. And I put those exact words above my entrances. I've got a front and back entrance. If you were to look at it right now, it says anything or anybody that passes through here, I cover with the blood of Jesus. And, brother, I believe that. It's according to your yep. faith. Um, I dare a demon to come into this place. I don't think he would even want to try now because it's covered with the blood of Jesus. <laughs> brother, there's protection there with the blood. And, you know, we re- we've used it in... Uh in deliverance and have had angels uh, do very mean things like pour the blood of Jesus down their throats and yes. uh, in the spirit realm and and of course uh, I, I like um, uh, I like to use the tactic of baptizing them in the blood of Jesus and then letting it dry <laughs> <laughs> and let them go back to Satan and try to explain how the blood of Jesus totally defeated them <laughs> brother we uh, just last week we had an opportunity and we're doing deliverance and uh we told the demon, here, take communion. We pour the blood of Jesus down your throat. Ah! <laughs> the demons go crazy. Yeah. And um, we, we laugh about it, folks, because it's funny. Uh, and we really do take some pleasure uh, torturing demons. I, I really do, Pastor John, because of all the stuff that the demons have put me through, you know, I'm glad to have the opportunity to get a little bit of payback. And so, you know, uh, in, in situations where you have to cage a demon, okay, uh, I never... Uh, forsake the opportunity to uh, cover that with the blood of Jesus, ask God to loose the angels to go in there and marinate them. And uh, we know of one man, um, he's fighting a case right now, and uh, the demons are begging to go. And he's got them in a box, and every day he shrinks that box by 10%. And every day they scream out, let us out of here. (laughs) You know, I, well, why should why should we let them have it so easy? You know, they come in there and wreak havoc. They they rip up families and attack people in the night. We we had one lady who was raped. Folks, this is real. The the attacks of the enemy are real, and so um, you know, I honestly take pleasure, uh, Pastor John, uh, if I have a, if I have a chance to you know sock the enemy back in the eye. Brother, um, they've laughed at us. They've laughed when we've uh, been hurt. 
especially as they've, uh, you know, influenced other people to hurt us and, uh, you know, whether, whether emotionally or whether physically they've laughed at our ancestors as they've been, you know, dying in their death throes from cancers and from all kinds of uh, diseases and sicknesses. It's about time that we got them tormented. It's about time that we hit them back. And, uh, you know, the scripture is clear that we have the authority, Jesus says in Luke 10, that, behold, I give you authority. A lot of the translations have power, but it's really exousia. It is authority over how much of the enemy? All the power of the enemy. And Amen. nothing shall by any means injure you. So we have that promise, and, brother, we've got to use that promise. And, you know, the difference, by the way, between exousia and dunamis we get the word dynamite from it, uh, between exousia, authority, and power. I'd love to use this illustration, and uh, any of the listeners who've heard me teach, either come to my meetings and you've heard me use it before, please bear with me, because I'm saying it for those who've never heard it. But, uh, Brother Shannon, I'll use you as a, uh, as a, a kind of a Q&A here. Uh, when a uh, state policeman uh, is in a construction site and he puts his hand out, and orders a fully loaded 18-wheeler truck to stop, pound for pound, is, is that policeman equal with the tonnage of that 18-wheeler? Yes or no? Uh, it could run over him and smush him like a pancake if it wanted to, right? You got it. So obviously, pound for pound, even if he's 200 pounds and all muscle, even if he's 180 pounds and all muscle, yes. pound for pound, tonnage for, for 200 or 180, it, he's no match. As you said, he could squish him like a bug. But what does he have? He has authority. And yes. when he puts that hand up, that trucker is immediately going to stop. Why? Because if he kills him, it's a capital crime to kill a police officer. If he kills him, he's not going to have a needle put in his arm eventually, and he's going to die. So he says, I don't want that, so I better stop, and, and uh, I don't want to bolt him in the back of my head if, if I uh, run him over and another policeman sees it and they chase me, and then they, you know, they get, out, leave, get out of my truck and run, they kill me. No one wants that, of course. So the point is, is that that's the difference, the quintessential difference between authority and power. Pound for pound, there's no match. But the authority is what this officer carries. Guess what? We have the authority. When we plug our faith into the, the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ, which he's already given us, by the way. He's given us that authority. I have demons all the time tell me you can't do this, and we just did it. Amen. You can't do that. You're not our boss. <laughs> you know, we'll just, we're doing it right now. Uh, you'll never get me out. And, uh, uh, and, and within five minutes, the, you know, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ fr uh, frees the person, and it took Amen. them 200 years to do what they did, and and uh, within five minutes, uh, that <laughs> all that 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 uh, work is gone up in smoke. Praise God! You know, uh, <clears throat> some of those demons have been in families for over 200 years. Rather well, longer just... than that. Yeah, <sighs> longer than that. That's the sad part. I mean, uh, there's demons that are jumping down the family lines. Uh, you know, generations uh, back, and you know, um, maybe have been in a a person walking around the globe now thirty, forty, fifty, sixty years. I mean, you know, it's time to evict these things. They've had a free ride long enough, and uh, so uh, yes, yes, folks, uh, 
for those that are saying, uh, you know, I, uh, how do you know this is happening? Well, we've caught some of it on video. Um, you can see stuff happen live if you come to uh, the deliverance conferences, folks. If you want to see the reality of a demon, uh, I will tell you, there's no place better to go than the deliverance conference. Uh, I was sitting there the last conference, Pastor John, and uh, I mean, you're a professional. You've been here going to these uh, for decades, but uh, I went to my first one, and I, I said, well, I don't know exactly what to expect. And, you know, I remember it was uh, Friday night, and I think Pastor Michael was, uh, you know, doing an opening uh, sermon, and uh, he was talking about Lucifer, how he lost his uh, his beauty when he fell. And uh, all of a sudden I heard a lady scream from the back, Stop talking about him like that. And I looked around, and this lady, uh, her eyes, you could, and what rolled back in her head, you could just see the whites, and she was shaking and starting to convulse. And I said, whoa, I know I'm in for something. <laughs> I mean, you, you'll see the reality, folks, when you look at a, a person in the eye, and it's uh, it's not a person anymore. You're looking right into the face of a demon that's manifest. It looks like a snake. And, uh, no, this stuff's real. But, the, you know, the beautiful part of it is that we've got authority over these things. Uh, I want to ask you a question. You know, Genesis 6 talks about the uh, the fallen angels. They came down and mated with women, uh, created these uh, giant offspring. I- I've always wondered how they had the the ability to procreate. Uh, I don't understand all that. Uh, I just know what it says. But uh, clearly, there seem to be um, these angels coming back trying to do it, do it again. I know they did it after the flood. Uh, because, you know, David went out and fought Goliath and his brothers, and there was more giants had to drive out of the land and so forth. So I, I know Jude talks about a lot of these fallen angels have been chained, uh, you know, waiting Judgment Day, but I guess that doesn't mean that uh, there still are more that could still rebel or maybe doing so now. But uh, we literally got a call from a lady the other day, and uh, she was raped. And she wasn't dreaming, Pastor John. She was here uh, coherent. Uh, thank God. She realized that she could plead the blood of Jesus, and when she did, the things lifted off of her, but she saw them before they left. They violated this lady. And we've got people all over the world saying, you know, they're missing time, they're being attacked, sexually abused. So my personal belief is these things are making a comeback. And I believe as we get on down the pike, uh, these things are probably going to start manifesting more and more. My question to you is um, when it comes to fighting these demonic spirits, I mean, we've 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 uh, seen angels, um, you know, thrust these demons through with their swords, and the, the demons will scream. You know, we had um, I was in a deliverance exorcism one time, uh, and we had asked God to loose these two angels to rip the wings off of this one called Citri, and we actually got that one on video. I mean, it was pretty graphic. The person's arms slipped back, and it was like they were being plucked right off. And uh, so, I mean, I've seen the the power of spiritual warfare. Um, I've heard some say, you know, you can give, uh, you can ask God to loose uh, burning on their head, you know, blindness and confusion. Uh, my question, though, is are any of these um, tortures, punishments that you can do to these demons, are they, do they have lasting effect? In other words, if you were to ask God to render one of them blind, uh, do they remain blinded until Judgment Day, or do they get their vision back? Any idea on that? Well, yeah, you know, the problem is is the scripture. You know, you reference Genesis 6 and the Nephilim. Um, what's intriguing is what Jesus says, and I think there's, it's, you know, whenever Jesus talks, uh, we need to sit up and take notice. Yes. And whenever Jesus says something, even, even if it's just one sentence, he's usually, 
it's just power packed with truth. I mean, you know, you can literally meditate and chew on these things sometimes and compare scripture with scripture and ask the Holy Spirit, you know, what was meant and, you know, he'll show you in the Word of God, he'll show you by divine revelation, he'll show you by his ministry in, of illumination, he'll show you by words of knowledge and, and discernment. And the uh, interesting thing about uh, that statement that Jesus makes in Matthew, that as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be at the coming of the Son of Man. And what happened in the days of Noah? Well, again, you know, the, the whole uh, earth was, what does it say in Genesis? You know, it was filled with violence. What, what do we see today? More and more violence. And, uh, you know, what, what, what is one of the quintessential sins that, that brought uh, not only uh, the destruction uh, of, of, of uh, Noah, I believe, but also the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah, you know, later on? What was that? Homosexuality. And what is seeming to, you know, I remember forget uh, back in the 90s, mid-90s, you know, Benny Hinn was running around, Talk, you know, giving his prophetic uh, quote, uh, end quote, word. And uh, he was saying that every homosexual is going to be judged and lightning is going to strike them on the streets and, and God's going to judge them. And, I'm, brother, I haven't seen any, any struck. In fact, I see it get worse, don't you? Oh, absolutely. It's everywhere now. Yeah, and as it was in the days of Noah, and I, by the way, I really think that AIDS existed in Sodom and Gomorrah. And I think yeah. the yeah. only thing that God could do is they were so perverted because remember, God calls it an, an, an abomination. You know, the, the word we would use is utterly detestable in His sight. And the uh, judgment that was brought was, you know, was was decisive. And I think again here in the end times we're going to see more and more rampant perversion, especially homosexuality slash lesbianism. And uh, and and the, the additional thing is, I think we're going to be begin seeing uh, more and more of this, uh, you know, incubus succubus. Now you ask the question, you know, uh, how in the world could they impregnate women? And uh, you know, the, uh, the we're not told in the scripture how they did that. We know that there there, there were, were apparently a, a you know a segment of. Uh, very brazen uh, demons that had actually uh, infiltrated because of probably through occult activity with, the, with these human women, and uh, you know they uh, there were giants born, there were these Nephilim born, and uh, it, it's possible that these you know sons of Anak and and uh, the Amalekites and the giants that that. Uh, you know the scriptures talk about when Israel went into the land that these are some of the leftovers of of it. But we also know that these angels were immediately judged. They were thrown into a place called Tartarus. I'll never forget one of my Bible college professors uh, was giving a story about how um, uh, you know uh, this couple or this group of people had started fooling around with a Ouija board. Very dangerous thing to do. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, get you right into the occult. And they were asking questions of this demon. And uh, apparently one of these guys had had read the scriptures at some point, and he uh, uh, decided he would uh, mention Tartarus uh, or, or, or had, uh, you know, had, had, uh, had 
had brought Tartarus up, and immediately that demon took that uh, that you know that uh, piece of plastic, the planchet they call it, and just hit her right off the board. They don't like Tartarus, do they? They didn't <laughs> like to hear about Tartarus, no. and uh, you know, you know, they were asking simple questions to it. Again, never fool around with that stuff. It's a form of divination, very dangerous. A lot of people get, you know, uh, very demonized through uh, these demons that are playing with them. They think that they're just, you know, gaining information when in reality the demon is, is you know, Satan will tell the truth when it's to his advantage, uh, but it's, it's usually a half-truth. You know, he'll mix the error with yes. it. And uh, so uh, I'll never forget that. So some of these angels apparently... And, uh, were so, um, shall we say, uh, rebellious that they actually began co- cohabiting, kind of like a Rosemary's baby, uh, you know, where Satan actually impregnates, uh, according to theory. By the way, it's interesting that John Lennon lived on the same floor where Rosemary's baby was uh, was filmed oh my goodness. In, in, in the Dakotas. He lived really? In the, Dakota, the Dakota building, the, the, called the uh, Dakota apartment buildings. Yeah, he lived on the same floor. And again, I think it was the demons in him that drew, you know, power toward these, toward this place where, you know, such a horrific occult, occultic film was uh, was was uh, was produced. Uh, I think Roman. You know, Roman Polanski. Yeah, very yeah, good you, man. You know, he was the guy uh, married to Sharon Tate who was uh, sacrificed yep. by uh, uh, the family. Charles Manson. That's right. And uh, you know, this guy. <laughs> Uh, he went on to do some pretty wicked stuff, including uh, molest a uh, underage girl. And uh, you know, he came to back into the news recently about that. But if you look at the body of some of his films, you know, he didn't stop with Rosemary's Baby, which was about uh, you know uh, Black Sabbaths and sacrifice. Uh, you know, he did a number of other films, including one with Johnny Depp called the uh, The Ninth Gate, uh, which I happened to see years ago. Uh, I wouldn't go to see it now if I had a you know an opportunity, but the point was it just total occult. You know, he he had he, he had to have been in, and I believe he was uh, very connected with Anton LaVey, um, the Church of Satan out there, and you know as many of these people in Hollywood are. Um, so I mean it's some pretty serious stuff. Demons are real folks, and uh, you know the reason I asked you that is uh, you know I'm, I'm trying to come up with new ways to uh, to torture these things. You know. Um, you know, I believe you should give them a haircut, <laughs> break their pride, blind them. I'm going to ask God to loose the angels and uh, do what they did to Samson, take the hot pokers. Uh, I wonder if you could castrate a demon. I don't know. Again, I, that would I, be the ultimate torture. I've told a lot of information in the scriptures, <laughs> Brother Shannon. And uh, but, but you know, we, we uh, sometimes you can you can try these things and, and get back at them and. And 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 heard him. How long do these, for instance, blinding a demon? You would ask me, does it last? We don't know. You know, I, I've never had one come with uh, saying that he had one of those sticks that the blind people use. You know, <laughs> or had some sort of uh, demonic dog leading him around. Uh, you know, but all we know is that is that we can use the angels. We've got authority. Yes. Binding and loosing is binding spirits, loosing angels. And of course, loosing people from the demonic binding. I always say that if you're not binding them, they're going to bind you. So you got to bind them first, tie them up uh, spiritually, and uh, get those cords around them so they can't function uh, regularly. By the way, 
And uh, that's why you got to get a copy of Warfare Prayers by Pastor Worley. Yes. The Bible book carries all the stuff. So uh, please uh, email. And, and uh, brother, I told you, last program, we had a guy from Alaska who wanted uh, the, the four booklets I recommended and another, another book or two. So it was really uh, just great to, you know, all the way to Alaska. So people are hearing this stuff and they're getting... Uh, blessed and they're laying that foundation of understanding but we got to learn binding and loosing jesus calls it in matthew 16 19 18 18 the keys of the kingdom of heaven and um brother it all makes sense doesn't it you know we, we talked about polanski we talked about uh, you know the the films uh that uh, that promote the occult and uh we you know we referenced uh, these angels uh who left their first estate and who God has uh, permanently put in chains until the great white throne judgment when they will be judged and with their boss cast into the lake of fire forever and ever and ever. And, um, you know, it, it all ties together. It, it, these are pieces of the puzzle that as you put on the board, uh, there's a picture there. And, of course, it, it's described uh, completely uh, in the Word of God. But, again, we're not given all the details, and we're going to have to wait until heaven to fill in some of these blanks when we ask uh, the Lord Jesus and ask the Father and uh, the Holy Spirit exactly, you know, what was going on. But we do know that there's going to be some major, uh, not only falling away of the church, and I believe, truly believe from my heart that this will happen before the rapture, that the beginning of the apostasy, which we're seeing now, uh, is, uh, is, is taking shape with, with this, the people who are supposed to be you know, the, the, the bearers of the truth and the, the ones who hold up uh, the truth high and, and, and honor the Word of God. Instead, they fall for entertainment. They fall for, you know, compromise of Scripture and compromising. Have you ever seen so many Christians uh, claim that, they're home, that they were born homosexual and that they're uh, born lesbian, and yet they, they, they claim to be Christians? Isn't that amazing? Brother, it's sick. I mean, you know, you've got people coming out on uh, Larry King, like that one. Uh, she was a Christian music uh, artist. You know, we've we've seen the fall of uh, several, uh, you know, people in the public eye. Uh, it's sick, and not only that, but uh, it just seems like every week that I turn around, you know, Hollywood is coming out with yet another occultic movie, Pastor John. You know, I know we're coming up on a high satanic holiday, which many Christians are going to take their kids out to, called Halloween. But, I mean, we've had the movie The Last Exorcism. They've got one called Paranormal 2. You know, they've got the Saw series, which is all how about to torture people in a thousand different ways. Uh, they've got a new movie out called Devil. They've got one that uh, parents are letting their kids go to. It's a cartoon about uh, these enchanted owls. <laughs> and an owl is an unclean now, bird. I saw folks. that. I saw that advertised. Uh, by way of a trailer, and, and man, and by the way, any Christians out there, you see these things on these trailers, immediately switch the channel. You know, I keep my remote very close to me for that purpose because you you can't even get these days through an advertisement without some uh, either sex trash on there or some uh, something to do with the occult. And it is amazing yes. how how per, how pervasive the occult is. Twilight series. Uh, forget the Harry Potter stuff. I mean, oh yeah, and and it's just sad how how Satan is is infiltrating so much. But you know, Paul said things are going to get worse and worse as the the days close down, didn't he, brother? Absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, darkness is just pervasive everywhere. You know, gr uh, gross 
That's it. What's it? Darkness on the land and gross darkness on the people. Am I saying that right? Um, yeah. All I know is the land is infested with these demonic spirits, and uh, it's just an onslaught. And so, you know, people, we need to wake up and realize uh, that it's Satan <clears throat> who is the source of, you know, most of your problems. You know, he's out there to kill, steal, and destroy. And uh, we've got to wake up and uh, stop being the punching bags and actually put the enemy on the run. And you can do that arming yourself with um, deliverance material and learning about binding and loosing. We got a question out of the chat room. It says, uh, I'm in Canada. Can I order your materials in Canada? Can you ship them to me there? Uh, the answer is affirmative, yes, uh, because uh, I'm, I'm blessed with, uh, if they email me uh, a request, I can, uh, within 20 minutes, cross the border into Canada and mail it from a Canadian post office so they get it that much quicker. I can oh, mail great. it in the U.S., but it just takes longer. So uh, we did that with a gal up in LaSalle, Quebec. We did that uh, recently with another, uh, person, another gal in, um, in Ontario province. So uh, you know, in the being in the Niagara Falls, Buffalo, Western uh, New York, Niagara Frontier, they call it area. I'm able to cross over uh, into Canada and mail it from there. So yes, by all means, uh, uh, we can uh, we can do that. No problem. Now this is a no holds barred show, folks. If whatever your question is, uh, we'll ask it. Uh, if you'd like to talk to Pastor John tonight, the call number is nine one seven eight eight nine two seven four five, or you can call toll free at eight seven seven. 806-2482. We'd love to hear from you. If you've got a question, if you need prayer, that's what we're here for tonight. Uh, in the second portion of the show, uh, Pastor John is going to do a mass deliverance. Um, Pastor John, a couple things I want to ask you about. Uh, expand a little bit more on um, binding and loosing uh, the keys to the kingdom. There's still a lot of people. I mean, I heard one guy, this is how bad it is. He says, you know, Jesus told Peter, I give you the keys of the kingdom, binding and loosing. Well, that's all he said. I guess we'll never know what that means. And then he went away. God, have mercy. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, a lot of people, brother, a lot of people will uh, say, well, it has to do with remission of sin. And uh, a lot of people, or, or more people, on the other hand, won't even uh, won't even say what it means because they're at a loss as to really what Jesus is talking about there. But it really is not all that hard. And it's uh, the Greek word uh, is bind to bind is deo actually in the uh, original language and it's luo to loose and that's the opposite they're both like the North Pole and South Pole they're, they're polar opposite words one means to tie up I often use because uh, a lot of people have seen Western movies uh, or movies with a, that have uh, horses in them and they tie them up at the uh, at the hitching post, so to speak. That's exactly what we're doing. Now, of course, the whole horse isn't tied up, so the, the you know, the, the, the imagery isn't complete, because in the, in the spirit realm, Frank Hammond, Pastor Hammond, talks about this uh, one uh, gentleman who actually saw the spirit realm for a moment, and he saw when you say, I bind that specific, you know, demon of hatred or that spirit of jealousy or that uh, ugly spirit that makes us ugly in the sense of our attitude and mood and swings, uh, that, that chains actually uh, come out of the mouth and tie up that spirit in the spirit realm. Don't ask me how. Uh, you don't feel a thing when you do it, so you can't say, well, I felt metal going through my mouth. 
But this is, if you read uh, one of Frank Hammond's books, he talks about it. The Saints at War, again, we carried it, Agape Bible Book, or if you want to read it for yourself and get a copy. But uh, this, uh, this gentleman saw in the spirit realm, and immediately, I bind you in Jesus' name, whatever spirits you're talking about, whether in yourself or in someone else, and immediately those demons are tied up. The question is, is how long? We don't know. An hour, two hours, two minutes. I think a lot of it has to do with the person's free will. Do they really sure. want those demons bound that are involved with that specific sin that they, uh, that they want to fight? Or maybe they don't want to fight. Maybe they, you know, they kind of pet it and, and, and like it too much. So I think, uh, I think that the, the determination, uh, the determining factor would be if, if they really hate the sin that, you know, you're trying to help them out with by binding that spirit and then, uh, so the demon can't do his work to get them to, you know, uh, do more of those sins, to give them a moment as believers to use their free will to choose righteousness and obedience instead. Now, what is loosing? Well, sadly in Scripture, I, I've yet to find a verse where angels are loosed. Uh, in uh, Luke 13, uh, the woman who uh, is loosed by Jesus from the, from the demon of infirmity, probably a crippling spirit, arthritic spirit, a bent over, you know, 45 degree angle for, uh, you know, uh, 18 years, uh, a spirit of infirmity, and of course an evil spirit of infirmity is the nuance there, uh, is the inference there, and uh, that that demon in Luke 13 is cast out. Now it doesn't say it's cast out, but obviously that's the inference because she immediately straightens out. And uh, as she straightens up, she begins praising God, and that's what you find out in real deliverance. Uh, the Lord Jesus Christ gets all the all the praise, and, and uh, the Father gets all the glory. So he, she immediately begins to praise God, and uh, she uh, is loosed. And, and that's what it says, uh, you know, because the, the religious leaders begin to argue, and they say, well, wait a minute, you shouldn't be working on the Sabbath. And Jesus says, you'll, you know, if you have a thirsty donkey, you'll loose him, you'll untie him, and let him have some water. But you don't want a woman, in fact, he nails it, she's a believer, she's a daughter of Abraham, she's a Old Covenant Christian, in a sense, she's an Old Covenant believer, and, uh, and he says that, you know, she's been loosed. So, obviously, the point is, is that uh, we as uh, Christians have the authority to loose people. What about loosing angels? I haven't found a verse yet that says, you can loose angels. However, having said that, uh, I, uh, I add that, uh, you know, obviously in deliverance, Pastor Worley used to say that as we've uh, tried it and as we've loosed them in Jesus' name, we find that they come, that they get involved in the battle, and that uh, even though you can't see them, that you see the repercussions of them, so to speak. Oh, yes. If the demons go crazy. So, Absolutely. Uh, again, no verse in Scripture, only verse in Scripture is for... You know that we verses in scripture we find a loosing people from the demonic binding. However, loosing tongues, anything, maybe brother Shen. I don't think you see anything violated in the scripture. You know, if we no. had a scripture that says, you know, do not loose angels, obviously then we're going against the word of God. And we don't do that. But if you're uncomfortable with loosing angels, then you know, just uh, send them in Jesus' mighty name, or ask ask the Father to send them. But Jesus says, I give you the keys of the kingdom. So if it's okay to loose angels, which I believe it is. You know, we should be loosing them instead of asking God to loose them. We should loose them in Jesus' name. And what angels do you lose? Well, uh, you lose uh, spirits of love if you're attacking and binding up spirits of hatred in someone. You lose the opposite angel. So, um, 
you know, if you want to, if you're attacking a spirit of lust in yourself and you're being plagued by sexual mind control or uh, any of the other uh, sexual spirits, filthy imaginations, um, what are some other ones? Um, filthy dreams and um, fantasy lust. Hey, you go after them and you lose in the battle spirits of purity, spirits of holiness to attack them. So again, we can engage them in battle, and yes. we can use them. Hebrews one fourteen asks the question. The writer of Hebrews says, "Are they not all ministering spirits sent out for the heirs of salvation?" Yes, they are. Amen. So we found again in the laboratory of deliverance and experience that uh, we can loose them, and uh, no violation of scripture. So uh, it's okay. We loose them in Jesus' mighty name, and we, uh, you know, kind of release them for battle. And well. That's the Deoluo construct. Amen. What did Jesus say? He said, whatever you shall loose. Um, so I think that right there includes angels. And, you know, the word also says there's not enough ink in the ocean to write all the things that Jesus did. So, folks, yeah, we have what we have. Yeah. And uh, we've got a call right now. So let's go to the uh, phone hey, lines. Caller, you're on the air with uh, Pastor John Gogan. How are you tonight? Hi. I think this is Natalie. Can you hear me? Hello, how are you? Can I hear you great. Good. Good. I, I ha um can you hear me okay? Yeah, you're coming through fine. Uh, oh good, okay. Well, um I had a question and kind of also a request for prayer for Pastor John. Absolutely. Uh I've been I've been dealing with a work situation for over almost two years now um, in a nonprofit organization, which is very large, and I feel a demonic presence there. I've always felt it, and before I would see it as nasty people I was dealing with, but I see the same same behavior traveling from person to person, and not so much as a personal thing, but I do feel like when I'm doing my best work there, I have people that are just manifesting in weird ways, cackling hysterically, uh, very nasty. Just, I feel like it's demons coming against me. If I told this to, like, anybody that wasn't into deliverance, they'd say I'm crazy, but I've no, I know other people have seen it. And over time, um, I feel kind of pressured to stay there, and maybe the Lord wants me there for a reason, as a, for some reason, and not to leave this job. And I've noticed that I'm increasing in the spirit of infirmity. Like, I don't know if it's from building resentment that I keep trying to repent of. I keep wanting to walk in the Lord's will. And I, I think Pastor John remembers me from about a year ago. I was in deliverance, and I totally walked away from it, and I stopped binding and loosing. I stopped... I, I continue to be a Christian, but I wasn't walking in deliverance mindset, and I just let all this stuff pile up. I read the Bible, and so now I'm in a situation where I'm getting back into binding and loosing every day. Um, a mega man has helped me with some tips on defense. And so I feel like I've cleansed myself of anything I open doors to, but my question is, is how do I get rid of this infirmity I, I just want to make sure that I've really burned out of me any resentment and bitterness, which still seems to attack on days where this comes back. Like, I know I have to constantly pray at this job. Every day something happens there. And I'm starting to walk more in victory um, and feeling like I can, like Jesus is, has defeated the devil. And 
I, ho- I hope I'm making sense, but I guess what I'm saying is I still have these weird pains that travel throughout my body, bits of arthritis, from which I know is linked to resentment, and I keep telling God I'm sorry for anything in the past, and I don't want to be resentful, and I want to love everybody, and I know in my heart I do. It's just that I get so angry sometimes <laughs> with frustrations at the job, and it just builds up in my body. And so um, I want to get off taking pain medication. That's the next thing I'm working on, trying to transition off of that and get totally free of this. So that's what I called about. Yeah, yeah Pastor John. Great. Yes, Natalie. Good. Thank you, Sister Natalie, for uh, and I remember you. Yeah, uh, sure. communication on the internet and talking uh, with you as well. And I'm so glad you called tonight because you know we're all hurting people. We're all in the same boat. And we all need help. Uh, I told my wife a long time ago, the reason I go to a f- truly full gospel church, like here, like I said here at Agape Bible Church, because I need it the most. Mm-hmm. I need help. And I'm not, I don't want to play church. I'm not going just to go and punch the time card and, and leave in an hour. And uh, right. I want to go and I want to meet the Lord and I want to be helped and I want to leave better than I walked in. Amen. So uh, what, what I will counsel you, can you give me a general idea as far as what your job is? Yeah. Uh, not in I'm, terms of, not, I mean, just like where you, is a government job, is a, 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 a you know, a, a city job for, for like the county, or is it a specific company? And you don't have to give the name of the company, yeah. but is it, just tell me a little bit. It's a 5,000 or a person um, healthcare organization. It's in a large one. It's not a hospital, but we provide okay. healthcare to people. And I work in a corporate area where I'm a secretary to uh, lawyers and doctors. Okay. It, it's not a. Is it a Catholic healthcare system? No, I would say not. Okay, it's, so it's a, it's it's a, it's a uh, corporate. Yeah, it's not government. Job. Yeah, it's a secular corporate job. It's nonprofit uh, in the sense that they don't have stock and stuff. And I noticed with nonprofit, just in my experience, that there's an extremely liberal. Um, how do I say? It? We have a very high number of um, homosexual employees in high positions of power. We have a oh, lot yeah. of. We we have um, everything. Uh, we have a lot of really weird stuff going on there and they encourage it because they're liberal and they encourage diversity and it's a very non-Christian place. It's all that much else. Yeah. It's one of two things. Either God is making it uncomfortable enough for you to relocate and find a job somewhere else uh, and he'll tell you where that is. He'll show you where it is uh, as you apply or he wants you to be, you know, the light within the darkness. He wants right. you to be the salt that Jesus talked about, and that we all need to be—the the, you know—the only preservation and all the decay that's going on around us. So I would counsel you to really pray, and maybe even fast today, do a 24-hour uh, food fast. That is, just drink water. You're fasting food, mm-hmm. and uh, if you're not familiar with fasting, uh, again, I got a Bible book room here. Uh, you know. Uh, has uh, I think I got five or six books on fasting, and okay. would love to, uh, to to you know to to uh, you know get a couple of copies of different a couple of different books into your hands, 
so you can kind of kind of uh, read and, and study on it. But if you're familiar with fasting, I would recommend fasting a day or two and really seeking the Lord's face as to whether he wants you there or not. And whenever I, you know, when I do that, if I don't get a clear indication one way or the other, then I stay put until God tells me otherwise. Okay. The other thing, that you, you really described it well because you said that there were it's very liberal, uh, liberal means to me insanity, by the way, to, uh, yeah. Liberalism means you know you're 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 so liberal and open-minded your brains fell out. Uh, mm-hmm. You know it, it just is 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 um, a very uh, uh, to me it doesn't make any sense because it it it, it destroys uh, the, the whole liberal mindset. And obviously you can tell I'm a very strong conservative, uh, yeah. biblical conservative. So. Uh, obviously, with homosexual spirits pervading and accepted as a normal uh, practice from all these sodomites and catamites, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's, there's an open door for attack. As I'm telling you, Sister Natalie, these demons know you. And they, yeah, you know, I thought that the day I walked in there, I just did. Yep, yeah. Yep. Well, let me tell you the good thing. The good thing is uh, we also carry a book in the book, book in the book room by Pastor Monty Mulkey, and it's uh, Warfare Prayers. And it's actually a warfare prayer, four pages, can you believe it, for the uh, for workshops. However, we uh, some of my one of my guys here uh, had actually modified it for his job and found some really good uh, practical uh, use from it because he noticed a difference in kind of the atmosphere of the place. You may want to get a copy of that as well. Okay, and, I'm right uh, with that. As they said, okay. modify it. And I'm so glad to hear you're back into mm-hmm. uh, into into the fight. But that's what I would do. Yeah. Well, you know, believe and really faith, plug your faith into, uh, the, you know, warfare prayers and, and really nail these spirits down and maybe even ask the Holy Spirit to lead you to someone else who's a strong believer there. You know, Jesus says, uh, you know, we're two or more gathered together. There am I in, in a special way in their midst. And also the scriptures talks about, you know, one, a thousand, two to ten thousand. So if you can find another believer who will agree with you in faith, at least in terms of the keys of the kingdom, binding and loosing and interceding, begin uh, to really hit these things before you go to work and even sometimes when you're at work. Yeah. But also understand we we'll live in a fallen world. And, mm. you know, we're not going get, to get away from this stuff until we, you know, until, we, until we're in heaven. I mean, when I say away from it, I mean totally away from it, and 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 in a clean environment, so to speak. So realize that that uh, it's part and parcel of of the whole dynamic of life in a fallen world, in a demonized, sin cursed world, and uh, and that our responsibility is to you know use the keys of the kingdom to bind and loose, to intercede, to do supplication. And just do the best we can before God. Now, in terms of the the, the, the physical infirmity stuff, again, I would encourage, encourage you to, to. The key is you've got to hit them in prayer, and you've got to get them out. And the way right. demons leave is through yawns, burps, pockets of air coming up. And when I say yawns, I mean you just keep on yawning and yawning and yawning. And you may yeah. or may not be tired, but they, they, they every yawn, one is coming up, one is coming up. And of course, so the deeper ones come out with you know deep gut wrenching, uh, retching, so to speak, vomiting. So uh, this has been my experience over the years. Usually, when someone sits there and nothing's happening, nothing's leaving. So that's why I would encourage you, sister. You know, you you uh, you know go through the forgiveness prayer, 
Forgive those who hurt and disappointed you. Forgive yourself. And then as you do that, all of a sudden you will attack spirits of bitterness, resentment, uh, uh, cold shoulder, ill will, spite, whatever has come down the family lines or what you've allowed to enter in. And then pretty soon uh, you'll feel a difference. And uh, and if if arthritis or cancer or any other of the crippling spirits came in through crippled crippling attitudes you've had or your ancestors mm-hmm. have had, um, you will get some noticeable freedom. So you're welcome to call here at the church office as well. But I would encourage Great. you um, to um, you know really hit these things in, in, in prayer. You know, pull up an archive or Omega Man where someone's doing a mass deliverance, especially hitting some of the some of the unforgiveness and bitterness areas, and just okay. really against them, have a paper bag out because we're going yeah. to take some retching, and, and you will be fine, and, and the healing will come in, and I'm telling you, you're going to be 100% better. Thank you so much. I Actually, I have been listening to some of the deliverances. I've just started listening um, to the Omega Man's archives, and I already have gotten free of some things I didn't know about. And um, it's amazing Did what's you happened. Did you burp or, 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 yeah. or vomit up anything? I was coughing, and, I, and my sinuses stuff was coming out, and um, it was specifically... So mucus certain... stuff was coming out. That's, what, that's the way they leave. They could cool yeah. themselves in mucus, and they leave. And that's why it's good to hear that uh, there are some tangible things, some tangible manifestation going on. Amen. Yeah, I mean, this is the show that got me back into it. I've just been, by hearing other people call in and, and praying for deliverance over and over again, that was what led me to get, I was like, I ha- I have, I've been away, and I tried to convince myself it, 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 I didn't need it, it wasn't real, and, man, it is real. <laughs> I can tell you. <laughs> you know, Brother, so, Brother Shannon, just at the beginning of the program, uh, if you were listening, he had mentioned about this uh you know, and I, I gave the illustration of the train off the track. Uh, yeah. You know, Brother Shannon was right. You know, you, you can't hear about this stuff and kind of sit, kind of look the other way after you get attacked a few times and say, well, that's not for me. I don't believe in it. As if our believing doesn't make it true. Uh, it's an absolute truth. It's real. Yeah. And the demons exactly. are going to attack you more because, uh, let me tell you what happens. A lot of people leave and then things quiet down. They say, see, I think I made the wrong, ch- the right choice because, you know, maybe it was a cult, and maybe I was wrong, and maybe they're just overboard fringe. Uh, listen, those demons will not be, will not stay on the bottom of, of the uh, of the ocean for long. They'll come up right up to the surface, and the Lord will use them just like He did Jonah when that whale came up to the surface and, and they threw him overboard and swallowed him. Uh, you know, things were okay for a while. He was sleeping and he was running away from God's will. But I'm telling you, God will get your attention because when these spirits uh, uh, come back up to the surface, you know, they'll, uh, they'll, they'll really uh, make you uncomfortable, and God will use that, that uncomfortableness and the restlessness in order for you to run to him, and it's just as Jesus said, you know, you'll find rest in me. Well, uh, Brother Shannon, let's pray for, uh, do you want deliverance prayer now, or do you want to just uh, um, buy sure, things up? Sure, I don't want to keep anyone else from calling in, but a short prayer would be great. I'd love that. And um, sure. Shannon, before we pray... Uh, I'll throw my two cents worth. I agree with what uh, Pastor John said. You know, we're going to run into some wicked people out there, especially in the workplaces, and probably with a, uh, a company that size, 500 people, no doubt you probably have witches and warlocks uh, embedded in that company. Mm-hmm. I would just take my authority as a believer, and I'd go in and, you know, I would just say, I plead the blood of Jesus over my workplace here. I saturate the this office with the blood of Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, I plead over myself, and then... Uh, 
I would just start binding their demons. You know, I'd take authority over them and say, I, I bind this strong man and the, the demons in that person in Jesus' name, and I command them to be caged up in Jesus' name. Now, now can I can I do that in a whispering way if there's people around? Will it, does it oh, feel yeah, effective? Of course, yeah. <laughs> the, the demons okay. have good hearing, don't they, Pastor John? Yeah. Yeah, they do. You don't have to yell. In fact, that's, Brother Shannon, that's a good question, Natalie. The uh, you know usually if I run into people who who are who are yelling at demons and uh, you know they're screaming uh, you know get out in Jesus name in some kind of theatric way I immediately question whether they know what they're doing usually they don't mm-hmm. and so uh, as as Brother Shannon just stated so well the demons have good hearing you can say it very quietly as you're walking into the office. As you're sitting there in your cubicle at your desk, uh, you can do it in the car at a distance in the spirit realm. Pastor Worley used to tell us, you know, that it doesn't know any distance. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's another dimension. And uh, so you can uh, use, again, the keys of the kingdom. Use the, the, the power of the blood. Take authority over the strong men over the company. Take authority over every uh, homosexual stronghold, the lesbian stronghold. Take authority over all... Spirits that evil spirits that are promoting liberalism and and uh, you know this uh, you know tolerant stupidity take authority and 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 loose angels to to uh, you know a thousand angels for every demon just attacking them perpetually uh, right. hour after hour hour after hour uh, while you're there <laughs> and uh, and uh, angels around any other Christians there any other believers genuine believers and of course around yourself you'll see a difference in literally in the atmosphere you'll feel a difference palpable difference and you say well I, I, I did it for two days and didn't and it, I didn't feel any difference well do it for three days do mm. it for four days these things have been there for years and years and there are very few thing, uh, Christians that are attacking these things that's a good point brother John um, I'm sure there are some demons and strongholds even over that very company I mean you know they'll be over oh, yeah. the city counties just bind the strong man over your company um, you know, if I'm not mistaken, um, Pastor John, uh, that actually reminded me that there was a warfare prayer uh, regarding the workplace many years ago um, from, was it Dr. Marcus Haggard? Prayers oh, over America in the workplace? I might have that. I think I saved it when you had your website up, Shannon. I I think I have that somewhere. I don't remember how the prayer went, but uh, you know what? Clearly, they're, they're demonic spirits there, and uh, you can bind them in Jesus' name and command them to be caged, and naturally... If someone's not a Christian, you're not going to cast a demon out of them uh, if you don't have to because <laughs> they're just going to go out and come back in sevenfold worse. But you can cage them and you know, and ask right. God to uh, you know, show mercy and bring them to repentance. And then when they want to accept Christ, then you command the demons to go. Um, okay. But there's nothing that I know of that says you can't cage them. Am I right there, Pastor right. Yeah, exactly. No violation of Scripture there to, to cage them up, box them up. In fact, we do that to... When we're praying with people just to drive these demons nuts, all they want to do is leave when we're, you know, individually praying with people. Or, in fact, tonight's Mass Deliverance, I'll do it at the very end. And okay. um, but, but, you know, there are special, Sister Natalie, there are companies, you know, that a lot of the, the higher-ups are into, uh, you know, uh, Masonic witchcraft. They're into oh, yeah. Yes. And, uh, you know, you'll see the, the, the ring, the gold ring with the, the black uh, center, You'll see. You'll. You'll. Uh, they do special handshakes. Uh, they know, oh, who, yeah. know who they are. So there may be some masons there as well. And of course, masonry uh, is tied in with with Mormonism because both Joseph Smith and his brother uh, were 
uh, both Masons, uh, a lot of the holy underwear and symbols and oh, yes. stuff they use are just, you know, stolen from Masonry. And uh, so Masonry is, uh, I believe, next to the Catholic Church and the witchcraft of Babylon, I believe that it's probably uh, the next most powerful uh, kind of witchcraft out there. Uh, and then, of course, you've got cultic witchcraft and you've got uh, other, other forms of witchcraft, Islamic witchcraft. And uh, but but I'm telling you, there probably are some people there uh, in the hierarchy who are who are Masons as well. So you say, well, how, how, should I be scared? No, no, no. You just use the keys of the kingdom. I just as you're going in, driving in, I just bind, or maybe in your prayer closet before you go to work in the morning, uh, I yeah. just bind every Masonic demon within anyone. Uh, not only leading the company, but also all, of, including among all the workers in Jesus' almighty name. There, it's done. You just bound oh, them all up. Thank you. Yeah. I'm writing this down. I wouldn't have thought of that. Thank you. Yeah, and, and as I said, so, you know, and, and it could be a Catholic spirit in someone there who's, uh, you know, across from your desk that is just trying to, uh, trying to of course, we trying to hurt you. We, we also have, as Brother Shannon mentioned earlier, we got one of the most, uh, you know, high and unholy, you know, uh, Sabbaths for the witches uh, and those in the occult coming up called Halloween. Mm. And, uh, you know, it's funny, here at the church, uh, probably starting tomorrow night, we'll, uh, I have a tape casting out uh, Halloween spirits, and, you know, we'll be getting deliverance from Halloween spirits while a lot of people will be inviting more in. Oh my goodness, that's you'd, truth. You'd be, you'd be amazed wow. at, at what kind of demons come in with Halloween. Uh, I know. From oh. candy to all kinds of, uh, you know, uh, 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 sacrifice, human sacrifice. More babies are killed uh, that night than at any other time in the calendar year in sacrifice. So it's and animals too, and it's a very, very demonic-filled day. And have you noticed, Brother Shannon, that? They're doing Halloween stuff in, in in September and late August now. Brother, let me tell you something. Uh, even a month back, I'm going to the post office, which is just a couple blocks from where I work, and uh, and I looked up and there's a, a humongous angel of death <laughs> on a banner above this building, and it said uh, Spirit. And I said Spirit. Wow. And I went over closer. And I got out of my car, and it said Spirit of Halloween. And it's a must be a nationwide organization. They're going around to these. Uh, Unrented buildings, and they're taking them for a couple months, and they set up shop, and they sell the Halloween goods. And Sunday, I'm coming back uh, down the road, and there's this guy on the side of the road with a ghoul mask on, and you know he's he's shooting me these uh, you know the, the devil's horns. You know they have these big signs out there, you know, trying to get your attention so you can sweep wow. in and you know get you a Halloween costume. And uh, you know I said they they told the truth. They called the spirit of Halloween. It's an actual spirit. I wouldn't be surprised, Pastor John, if there's a demon called Halloween. Oh yeah, no, no oh, doubt about it. And and of course, uh -huh. uh, you know, witches have have uh, uh, will commonly uh, go uh, and get uh, temporary jobs during the holidays, and uh, particularly Halloween, and they'll uh, lay hands on the ma on the masks and on the costumes, and they'll impart spirits into them, and uh, then the little kids will pick up those same spirits. And will uh, you know have an interest in witchcraft themselves as they grow up later, or they'll be attacked at night uh, while they're sleeping. And uh, you know, again, if there are any Christians out there listening who uh, still dress their children up, parents 
or anyone uh, themselves who go to Halloween parties, yes. even uh, you know festivals at churches that try to Christianize it, uh, don't do it and uh, pick up some material. We have a, some material in the book room on on uh, exposing Halloween, and you can probably pick up some on the internet. Maybe uh, you know DemonBusters.com. I'm sure probably has some uh, some information. It just uh, become a a Berean Christian, one who studies the Word of God, compares everything with the Scriptures, mm-hmm. and is uh, mm-hmm. you know and knows the truth about these uh, these things and, and these uh, these very wicked wicked days. Amen. And uh, Amen. Natalie, Pastor John, and I would be honored to pray with you. Uh, okay, where are you having thanks. your pain at? Any particular uh, body um, part? Well, it was in my hand, and now it's in my. It's in my shoulder and arm. It's always in the right arm. It, it radiates from the neck down, and it's in, like today it's in the elbow. Okay. Uh, so it's just it's something to do in that area. Do you have any actual inflammation? Uh, can you see any swelling there in the joints or anything? No, I can't see anything. It's it's just starting up. Like it's a low grade thing right now, and I've had flare-ups that get pretty bad, so I started praying for it today. Uh wasn't sure what was causing it today. just started up again. Mr. Dudley, have so you I've had been... any any medical diagnosis given to you? Over what, what um, yeah, bursitis, a little bit of arthritis in the shoulder. They they were very okay. vague. They gave me an MRI, and they basically said it could be a little arthritis starting. With my age, I'm 47. You know, they said, you know, like the old age, what do you call it, degenerative stuff, just the usual <laughs> Nothing yeah. very well, uh, firm. Yeah, remember Moses, who, who's, uh, you know, in Numbers uh, talks about him being the meekest man in all the earth. And because of his meekness, which is basically uh, humility and uh, strength under control, Jesus was meek as well. Um, mm-hmm. the, uh, it says in the text that, you know, Moses did not die with all these diseases and losing his eyesight and... and uh, you know, uh, crippling stuff. Uh, you know, it says that in fact uh, that God buried him, and uh, when when uh, he could not enter the promised land because of his sin of anger, and uh, and taking credit for for uh, you know for giving the children of Israel water at that uh, split rock, and uh, you know he disobeyed God's command. He struck it twice. And, you know, he, he was not able to enter the promised land, and he just kind of walked off, and God took him, and God buried his body. So, uh, but the point I'm making is that Moses, because of his meekness and humility, and, and, you know, remember when his brother and sister were coming, Miriam and Aaron were speaking against him, and, you know, Yahweh, God, the God of Israel, had come in his defense and, and struck Miriam with uh, leprosy and and so forth. Remember... Um, he didn't try to defend himself. Instead, he interceded for them. He, he quickly forgave. And that's what we need to do. I believe we can live like Moses and live very healthy uh, till the end of our lives when God says, okay, it's time to come home. And uh, it can be accomplished with uh, healing and deliverance, deliverance and healing in the mighty name of Jesus. So we just take authority right now over yes. these uh, spirits, uh, wicked spirits within Sister Natalie. We uh, command you to stand at attention. And uh, to look up to the third heaven, uh, and we uh, right into the face of the Lord Jesus Christ at the right hand of the Father, and uh, immediately, uh, as soon as we command you by name or by function, uh, you, would, you would immediately stand at attention and leave her in Jesus' mighty name. We uh, uh, also ask for the gifts of the Holy Spirit, 
and we uh, also bind and block all demonic transference in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come yes. out of any bitterness and unforgiveness. Come out of Natalie right now. Who, sir, now? Any and all bitterness, unforgiveness, rheumatoid <laughs> arthritis, arthritis. Come out of it right now in Jesus Christ's name. We bind you and her Father, Father Jesus, send angels right now into Natalie's uh, home to protect her, <laughs> to uh, yes. drive and torment these spirits. Natalie, you can will against them. And if the Holy Spirit brings anything to your mind as far as who you need to forgive, uh, maybe it's even yourself, just immediately in yes. your mind, forgive the person uh, or persons. And uh, come on, demons, out in Jesus Christ's name. All the bitterness, unforgiveness, come on out Who's right now in Jesus, in Jesus Christ's name. All that bitterness toward her mother, come on out. Bitterness toward her mother, <laughs> the father, toward self. Come on, all the self-hatred and self-bitterness, get out of her right now in Jesus Christ's name. All the crippling spirits, infirmity, crippling, arthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, come on out in Jesus Christ's name, all the way out. Loose her and let her go. All spirits of pain, whenever she's been a pain to the Lord, and the pain comes into us because we've been a pain to the Lord or to our heads, to other heads that God has put over us. We bind you in Jesus Christ's name. We also confess <laughs> sin. We confess our ancestors, the sins of the fathers, too, in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, all the way out. Loose her and let her Loose go. Her in Jesus. Come on, come on, demons, get out of her Bind right you now. Bind foul spirits. Come on, she's a she's a uh, a warring woman of God. Now come on out in Jesus Christ's name. Loose her and let her go. She's a woman of God. Now come out of her right now in Jesus Christ's name. Sister Nelly, will against, actively will against. You find yourself yawning, burping, and uh, and and just as you will against them. They will cause uh, <coughs> it feels like a baseball of phlegm in your belly coming out. Come on out of Jesus Christ's name, all the way out. She's a precious woman of God. Get out of her right now in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, and any, anyone else who's listening too, who's who's mm-hmm. got problems in these areas. Come on, all the arthritis, all the crippling spirits, rheumatoid, <coughs> bitterness, unforgiveness, retaliation, and revenge. We bind you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, get out of her right now. Loose her and let her go. Loose her and let her go. Natalie, we're not talking Father to you. Abraham, by faith, all the way out. Brother Shannon? We're talking yeah. to the strong man and power demons in you. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We arrest you right now in Jesus' name. Father God, we ask that you and loose warrior angels down right now to encircle her. We cover you with the blood of Jesus right now. We bind you, foul spirits. Loose her right now. All spirits of infirmity and sickness. Loose her, be bound in Jesus' name. Come out right now, in the name of Jesus Christ. We pour the blood of Jesus down your throat, demons. The Lord rebuke you. You have no authority to be there. We bind you. Jesus says we have authority to tread on serpents and scorpions. So whatever, we bind on earth, be bound in heaven. We bind you right now. Loose her, in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on out right now. Father God, loose your healing power on her right now. All infirmity must go. Arthritis. We bind you. Come out. Right now in the name of Jesus. All bursitis. All inflammation. All pains and aches. We bind you. In the name of Jesus Christ. We curse you. All just like Jesus cursed the fig tree. Dry up right now and come out. Be healed right now by the blood of Jesus Christ. Father God, we're asking that you would loose the Holy Spirit to fill any voids right now in Jesus' name. Just take a tough couple deep breaths out. And just blow these things up. Come out in the name of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus. 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 
We pour the blood of Jesus over you, you foul spirits. We you have no right to be there. Beloved us. All the way out. All the way out. Loose her in Jesus' name. <laughs> right now, Father God, we ask that you would loose the hornets of heaven, dipped in the blood of Jesus, onto these rebellious demons to sting them. We ask God for blindness and confusion onto these demons. Demons, we command you to engage in civil war and turn on each other right now. Are you going to Tartarus? Loose her right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, you foul spirits. Come out of her right now. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. You know, and Sister Natalie, during the day, you know, it's like you're, you're just, I mean, there are times when, you know, personal deliverance, the Lord Jesus just frees us personally right on the spot. Mm. Uh, there were, you know, one of my sons is, uh, is you know, very athletic and was on playing football in high school and basketball and, you know, basketball with the Boys and Girls Club he was going to and through the years and he's now a senior in college but the the, the, the I'd be sitting there in the bleachers and I'm, I'm just yawning and yawning and yawning you know the Lord mm-hmm. is I'm the only person in the bleachers everybody else is watching the basketball games and for some reason you know some other Christian Holy Spirit's putting on their hearts to pray for you know wicked Pastor John <laughs> thank God and uh, bang I'm just yawning about ten times and I always said hey thank you Lord it was all spontaneous you may find yourself praying, a, you know, playing a praise CD in the car, praise tape, mm-hmm. or something, humming a, 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 you know, a, a good solid hymn, uh, and all of a sudden you find yourself yawning four, five, six times right in a row. Uh, it's not late at night. You're not necessarily tired. Hey, the Lord's freeing you. Praise the Lord. That's awesome. Amen. I feel. Amen. I already feel lighter. I feel lighter in my head. I feel like oppression Amen. just lifted. Amen. Just keep pleading yeah. the blood of Jesus over yeah. you and do this every day. Okay, I will, definitely. Tonight and in the morning when I wake up and go into the office, absolutely. Amen. And Thank I would you. just go by those desks where those uh, people were sitting, and I would, yeah. you know, <laughs> I just I sprinkle the blood of Jesus right now over their desk and computers right there. Uh, okay. You, you may find out before too long they have transferred somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be within them. Don't uh, you know? They're not crazy when, when they got to go to work and be bound up all the time. Praise God. Amen. Stay in touch with us, Natalie. God bless you. All right. God bless you. Thank you Good so much. Good talking with you, Sister Natalie. I'll be in touch. Love you in the Thank Lord. Bye bye. Okay. Bye bye. All right. And if you have a question uh, for Pastor John or you'd like prayer, the number is nine one seven eight eight nine two seven four five, or toll free eight seven seven eight zero six two four eight two. Pastor John, we have another call. Uh, caller, you're on the air with Pastor John Gogan. Is that Hello, me? caller. Can you hear me? I hear Hello? you fine. How are you tonight? Okay. I didn't know. I'm fine. Uh, what I wanted to ask is uh, I have problems with uh, devils that are, are will attack me through my loved ones, my family. And other than that, uh could be a very good Christian with the Holy Ghost, but then when those attacks come, it's the devil. And as a matter of fact, I had a friend that saw it, it was like a, a black viper. So I really don't know how to handle that. Pastor Joe, well, again, uh, I didn't get the first name. My name is Lee. Uh, I'm on as Sarah Lee. Okay. Uh, uh, I will just call you Lee. Sister Lee, the, um, you know, again, if you were listening uh, just a few moments ago to what some of the things we've been sharing with uh, Sister Natalie and even before that as uh, Brother Shannon and I were uh, kind of give and take back and forth 
uh, it's so important to, to know how to pray warfare prayers and, uh, and how to, you know, again, uh, learn to bind and loose, particularly within the people. Remember Ephesians 6, where Paul says, for we're not wrestling, uh, we're not in a wrestling match against flesh and blood. The Greek is actually blood and flesh, in other words, against physical, but we're wrestling against what? Principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness of this world and spiritual wickedness in high places. It's the demons within people and in the heavenlies uh, that are uh, that are the enemy. We're, 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 we're not just coming against some you know, mean people. These are spirits that are energizing uh, these people. And we have to learn how to use those keys of the kingdom. We have to learn how to warfare prayer intelligently and in detail. And uh, the only way I can uh, again recommend is uh, just learning the warfare prayers. And how do you learn warfare prayers? Well, you get a copy of Warfare Prayer Booklet, number four, by Pastor Worley from us. Uh, or the uh, other booklet by Pastor uh, Monty uh, from us. And uh, and then uh, we also have some, I'll tell you, there's some great warfare prayer in, in some of the uh, Stormio Martin books. And uh, uh, Power of a Praying Wife, Power of a Praying Husband, Power of a Praying um, for Adult Children, Power of Praying for Children, Power of Praying for a Nation. I mean, there's just a lot of great uh, material out there you can glean from and then as you learn some of the phraseology and learn what to bind and, and who to loose it's amazing uh, how, how effective they are now again you know they don't do everything but uh, at least um, uh, you know you'll uh, be able to use uh, effective warfare praying and you'll be one of the few Christians who knows how to do it and of course you've got to plug faith into it into it as Hebrews says, you know, without faith it's impossible to please God. So we've got to plug active faith into it. And uh, the other thing is, I have found, this is my own personal testimony, that uh, people don't bother me as much as I seek active deliverance myself. I'm not saying I'm never bothered by people, um, but uh, I am see- seeing in my life that some of the things that people used to do and say and so forth don't bother me as much as I'm getting actively more and more deliverance and, uh, and healing myself. So I would encourage you, Sister Lee, to really hit some of these demons that you have inside of you. And, uh, you know, we're just one beggar telling another beggar where to find bread, the children's bread, Jesus calls it, deliverance. And uh, hit some of these things because as you get more and more freedom uh, from these areas, and never forget, you know, it's very uncommon uh, Sister Lee, that we have a singular problem that just started with us. More than likely, these generational patterns uh, have come down the family lines, and uh, and and we're just experiencing as one out of you know who knows how many hundreds in our family lines uh, went through these same things. And uh, the, the generational spirits, Bible calls them familiar spirits, family line spirits, uh, demons that go through families that are common to all of us, because uh, we all have families, we're all human, we're all sinners by nature, and uh, what helps us is when we get truly born again, so we can, again, to begin to fight them and begin to deal with them and, 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 and allow the Lord to change us and sanctify us, that, uh, that we've got to hit these things. And as we hit them within us, 
And as we begin to deal with the generational iniquities, the alcoholism, the drugs, drug addictions, uh, legal or illegal, by the way, um, you know, the, 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 the myriads of whoredoms and iniquities and lusts and uh, so many things, the hatreds and the variances and the strifes and the dissensions, uh, it's amazing how, uh, you know, they're, they're just familiar spirits that have come down the family lines. Dad had the same problem. Mom, mom had the same problem. Our grandparents had the same problem. Our great-grandparents had the same problem. And, uh, you know, this brings also into uh, generational curses. We found out that spirits of insanity will come into people whose family lines have fooled around with the occult. So you can, can you think, Brother Shannon, how many crazy people there are going to be in the coming days from all these young kids who've read Harry Potter, from all these kids who have delved, uh, delving into witchcraft because of uh, you know the vampirism taught in Twilight? Can you imagine the curses of insanity uh, that are coming down the family lines because of this stuff? Brother, the people are literally going into theaters uh, and coming out with something they didn't enter in there with, and uh, not to mention... Um, they've dabbled in witchcraft by consenting to it, buying the ticket, going into the Harry Potter shows. Now they've just cursed themselves and their children and their grandchildren down three and four generations. You know, the only all recourse we have at that point is to repent, uh, even if, if you know, if we're aware of it, that is, <laughs> uh, which most of these people aren't, and, uh, you know, command these demonic spirits to go break the witchcraft and uh, cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus, get set free. But it's that serious. And, uh, hey, that's just one of the gateways. What about uh, sexual sin? What about all the kids that are fornicating? Now they've just uh, knitted their souls with the, the person they slept with. They picked up their demons, uh, transferred them back and forth. Uh, you don't know how many sexual partners they've had. And, you know, now you've got fragmented soul. You've got multiple personalities going on. You've got schizophrenia now walking into people. Uh, we know one guy who uh, he's gone, Pastor John. He just reemerged. Now he's using a new name. And uh, this happens like every couple years. Now the, the old man is gone, and now there's another demon that's taken over this guy. Uh, he's going to need some intervention. Uh, it's that serious, folks. Uh, you, 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 we set ourselves up for some major uh, trouble uh, to open these sin gateways. And the only thing I would add, caller, is that uh, you know, if it's a loved one, uh, I would, I'd apply the blood of Jesus to him. I'd, say, I'd sprinkle the blood of Jesus over and my wife, my husband, my cousins, my nephews, my aunts, uncles, you know, call them by name and ask God to loose his angels, uh, to soften their hearts, and, uh, you know, do whatever it takes to bring them to Christ. And, uh, you know, you can also bind the demons in them. You know, uh, are they saved? Are, they, are these people that are troubling you, are they saved? Yes. That's a good walk. It's just that I can be over here, I can be sitting at the computer, and it's like all of a sudden the hatred comes on. It's like they're a different person, and they start attacking me in every little way. I don't have to do anything. And so, but what I do is I made the mistake uh, the other night. I said, you know, you have a devil spirit in you. <laughs> and, and I know I shouldn't have said that, but I did. And, I mean, I thought she was going to really attack me. She had a pan in her hand, and she has hit me before. Well, you, know? you just bite it. It's not her. You just yeah. take authority over and say, I bind, I bind the foul spirits in you in Jesus' name. And, uh, you know, take authority over them. Uh, there's sometimes no other recourse. Uh, you know, it's not them doing it. It's the demon. So just take authority. I bind you, foul spirit. 
I command you to go into a cage in Jesus' name. I bind the strong man and gatekeeper, and all foul spirits, the Lord rebuke you. Be bound up in Jesus' name. And uh, watch and see if <laughs> if that doesn't simmer them down a little bit. Do it out loud or just under my breath? Well, if they're getting ready to stab you with a pen, absolutely. Yeah, I would but, say it yeah. out loud and, and hit them. Uh, not hit them, literally hit them. But I'm saying hit the enemy within them by binding out loud and just, you know, rebuke that spirit in Jesus Christ's name. That's, that's, that's uh, a demon of hatred. Uh, hatred mm-hmm. for wife, hatred for mother, whoever you know, whoever the relative is, uh, yeah. the relationship they have with you, and uh, but you know, a lot of times you want to do it under your breath because you don't want to, you know, get them unnecessarily striving with you. You want to mainly hit that evil spirit. In fact, you may want to do it before you go over. If you know there, you have a problem in a certain area, then uh, you know you may want to do it before, as you're driving over. Is bind a strong man down to the lowest team in the rank power and form within, uh, you know, this person, brother so-and-so, sister so-and-so. I just uh, pray for wave after wave of grace from the third heaven to flow into them right now. I also lose angels of peace into them, joy, and uh, and agape love. And you'll see a difference in them. Okay. Yeah. Remember, the problem is not... Exactly. Surprise yeah. attack. <laughs> yeah. Well, I understand that, and and uh, again, uh, you know, one of Pastor Pastor Worley's prayers is, you know, uh, breaking ungodly soul ties, unhealthy soul ties with people who tried to dominate us, contrary, sisterly, contrary to the will of God and word of God. But you get, we got to finish that other side of the, of the coin. A proverbial coin is forgive us when we've ever tried to dominate anyone else contrary to the will of God and word of God. So we got to be fair in the sense that, yeah, obviously you're not you know hating them at the moment. Well, we got to be fair and say that you know, hey, I've hated at times, and forgive me when I've hated, and also attack those spirits of hatred within me. Uh, and by the way, we have we have found in Christians, you name it, we have found it. It just it never ceases to amaze me. That Complexity of the nests that are within us. You know, hatred for mother, hatred for father, hatred for boss, hatred for pastors, hatred for other Christians, uh, hatred for well, the persons uh, that have been in their in their lives, even by you know first name. And uh, uh, you know, and don't forget, Jesus said what in the Sermon on the Mount, Brother Shannon. He said, if you hated someone, you've done what? Yes, uh, murdered. Basically, you murdered them. So we could actually have spirits of murder within us because we've chosen to hate someone. So, uh, you know, just bind those demons before you go yes. over. And, and whatever you see, uh, whatever demons that are, that are uh, you know, as you heard me say earlier, you know, we're either binding them or they're binding us up. So I'd right. rather bind them first and, uh, and at least, you know, hopefully it'll last during the visit while you're there. And uh, the problem is, is if they like to hate you or they like to be uh, contentious and so forth uh, with you, then obviously you may want to uh, even communicate with them that, you know, I I can't come over and see you anymore until you deal with this. And then, you know, as you're praying for them and heaven is barraging them and their spirits, then uh, obviously uh, they they may repent and, and say, you know, I really don't want to do that and, I want to have a have a um, I want to be a Christian uh, have a Christian attitude. I want to have the fruit of the spirit: love, joy, peace, patience, long suffering. 
and uh, that may wake, help to wake them up. Amen. Uh, you know, know. apologizes and says, I'm sorry, you know, and I'm sorry I hurt your feelings or any, you know, stuff like that. And it's like she's a completely different person then. Well, again, this just goes to show you that we're all multi-personality, aren't we? I mean, uh, I really, I, I, I tell people at our meetings, you know, some of us haven't even met ourselves yet. Because it's almost like this, you know, the Holy Spirit has uh, any has barely time to peek up to the surface because there are so many evil spirits still in there that are just, you know, one moment and then the next moment and then the next moment, and uh, so that's why it's so important to uh, partake of and and uh, and eat the children's bread on a regular basis, you know, spiritual bread for God's children. That's what Jesus calls deliverance. Amen. Caller, thank you for. Enjoyed the mass deliverance services because I can listen, and anything I've ever done, I can repent right then. And there are a lot Amen. of things, you know, that I didn't know was wrong, you know. Amen. So, uh, yeah, and I've, I've been doing that for quite some time, you know. But uh, I know she has unforgiveness that's been told her by man of God, and the hatred and everything, and it stems from my ex-husband. You know, yep. that caused a lot of trouble. And I'm just getting free now to where, you know, he can't control me anymore. But there have been a lot of Jezebel spirits in our lives, and they got in there with her trying to destroy our relationship. So, you know, I am tired of Jezebel spirits, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like you're on the right track, and keep up the great work. God bless you. Thank oh, you for calling in tonight. Thank you so much. All those little things help. Bye. God bless. Bye-bye. Uh, you're listening to Omega Man Radio, and um, we're going to be doing a mass deliverance tonight. And if you would like to call and talk with Pastor John, you like prayer, number is 917-889-2745. So, yes, uh, Pastor John, I, uh, I'm i a firm believer of uh, applying the blood of Jesus. And uh, <laughs> I had a guy say tonight, well, where does it say you can apply the blood of Jesus in the Bible? I mean, I'm saying, come on. Um, You can go all the way back to the Old Testament. Did not God tell the children of Israel to apply the the blood over their doorposts so that when the death angel came down through, he would pass over? And uh, what do we know about that? That was a uh, foreshadow of Christ who came as the Passover lamb and shed his blood. And so there's power in the blood of Jesus. Um, What do you have to say to that? Uh, well, exactly that. And uh, think of the little, uh, you know, Jewish boy who left his uh, his play play little toy camel out uh, outside the door, and he decided to dart toward the door as that angel of death was passing by, passing over instead of uh, passing by instead of passing over uh, that house, he would kill all the firstborn. In fact, anybody who got out from under the covering, they were told this. You know, God told them to stay inside. And to put that uh, that lamb's blood right over the top of the door, and on each side, which of course uh, is interestingly enough in the in the in the you know basically uh, the sign of a cross in the sense of uh, I'm not talking the Catholic sign. I'm just saying that uh, you could e- you could imagine uh, the you know the, the vertical and the and the cross beam uh, being completed. And as you said exactly, it was foreshadowing the. Uh, Death of of uh, the Lord Jesus Christ on Calvary, wasn't it? Amen. Uh, absolutely, so is, is important. And of course, obedience. Uh, Peter talks about uh, 
the, uh, in First uh, Peter one two, uh, according to the foreknowledge of God the Father, by the sanctifying work of the Holy Spirit, that you may obey Jesus or uh, obey Jesus Christ and be sprinkled with His blood, literally unto obedience and sprinkling. In the Greek, may grace and peace be multiplied unto you. Uh, that's 1 Peter uh, 1 2. So we have a connection between uh, obedience and uh, the sprinkling of the blood. And both go together. When you're, if you want to be protected by the blood, brother, what do you have to do? You've got you to be obedient Christian, don't you? Amen. You know, as soon as you get into intentional sin, as soon as you, you get into uh, sin areas, uh, guess what? That, uh, that blood is no longer being applied to you because you're, uh, you're disconnected from it through disobedience. So obedience and sprinkling, 1 Peter 1, 2, goes, go hand in hand. Amen. You know, and I, I think one of the reasons why it's, it's foreign to many people uh, is that uh, look at um, the modern-day church. Uh, it's nothing like the church I grew up in, Pastor John. Uh, even the songs are different. You don't hear any of the, the modern songs talk about the blood of Jesus, but in the old days... Growing up, I remember uh, we would sing several of them in every service. You know, the po- there is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. When was the last time you heard that in most churches? <laughs> uh, they don't preach about the blood anymore. Uh, what's that have to tell you? You know, about where our where our churches are uh, today, and you know, Satan doesn't want people to know that there's power in the blood. He doesn't want people to know that. Uh, some demons only come out through prayer and fasting. And some of these modern Bibles, they've ripped out the word fasting. So, you know, um, Satan wants to keep people in ignorance. Because uh, in ignorance, there's no deliverance. If uh, if they don't know that uh, Jesus came to set the captives free and deliverance is the children's bread. You know, things of this sort. Um, well, John 8.32, Jesus said, You shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free or make you free. And if Satan can keep us from the truth, how I many how many pastors you asked the great question about the hymns, and uh, how many uh, how many uh, how much how many people are, are, are talking about the blood of Jesus or singing about the blood of Jesus in the average church service, uh, you know, hour in hour out. But you know, how, how many how many pastors are talking about deliverance? How many pastors oh are even mentioning deliverance uh, from demons? You know, I. I, I, I I'll, I'll pose the question, as I think I mentioned in the program, or, or one or one or two programs earlier now, you know, at the workshops, you know, with new people uh, here at Agape Bible Church, and you know, I'll ask them how many, how many at their church last Sunday uh, cast out any demons, even if you believe they're only in unbelievers. How many, how many cast any demons? How many people went out in the streets and cast some demons out of unbelievers so they could get saved? If you really believe that. I'm going to be generous, I Pastor find, John. I find they don't even believe that, Brother Shannon. <laughs> they won't even. Be, they don't even practice the error that they believe, let alone the the truth that it is for God's children. Yes. And it is the spiritual bread that we're supposed to eat on a regular basis. And, and, you know, Pastor Worley, I think you quoted him last uh, last time I was on the air. You know, if you want to find a demon, just go to church. Let me tell you how bad it is. Uh, what, what's the estimation of the population here in America? What do they say? There's 300 million? 300 million, yeah. 
300 million. Uh, brother, I would be generous if I said there was 20 deliverance ministers. Uh, you know, brother, I, I think it's more like five, six, seven. Maybe you can't even count on your hands. I've been looking for them, and uh, <laughs> uh, I can't find them. By and large, they're, they're few and far between. What is the percentage of that? I don't have a calculator, but uh, folks, that's said. And we want people want to criticize uh, shows like this for, you know, all you do is talk about demons. Folks, uh, if we shut our mouth, there would be nobody talking about yeah. demons hardly. And that's exactly uh, and that, that's, what he wants. That's what he wants, Pastor John. Yeah. So, uh, and uh, you know, it's sad when I, when someone calls me from North Carolina, South Carolina, uh, Houston, Texas, and I say, they ask me, Pastor, is there anybody locally in the area? that you can recommend, you have confidence in? And my answer is no. Wow. That's true. That's sad, brother. It really is sad. It really is sad that we can't have uh, at least someone who confidently we can say there's a a good ministry. Because, you know, some of these ministries who even claim to do deliverance, I, I will never forget, there was a sister, I think it was in North Carolina, she passed the church, and she she was so excited because she, you know, she had known about us and had had known the true true full gospel salvation, healing, and genuine deliverance, complemented with all the genuine spiritual gifts. And she knew about real deliverance, and she was passing the church, and they had a you know, brother, they have the signs up front, they advertise in these signs. Well, it had a sign deliverance on on uh, on Thursdays. So she was excited. She said, well, I'm going back to that church Thursday. She walked into the church. She uh, talked to the first person she met, and they said, well, she says, well, you do deliverance on Thursdays? She said, well, we're not doing that uh, right now. We're taking a, oh, my goodness, taking a pause. And uh, we've got a new believers class going on. Uh, and she says, well, so why, why aren't they receiving freedom, given the opportunity for freedom? They said, well, we don't want to scare them, so we don't do deliverance during the services, and we haven't done it for a while. She said, well, your, your, your sign out there says you do deliverance on Thursday nights. They weren't even doing deliverance on Thursday nights, and I bet if she went, she never came going back, uh, but if she was sharing that with me, I bet even if when they, whenever they picked it up sometime down the road, I bet it was bogus deliverance as well. I'm brother, always they're afraid when there's a deliverance team, <laughs> Brother Shannon. When yes. I see deliverance teams, because that's not the body ministry that Jesus intended. Amen to that. Uh, amen. And, you know, there's always going to be a counterfeit, folks. There are some that will say that, uh, you know, come out to our deliverance workshop and uh, be very careful. <laughs> uh, what I'm thinking about is uh, I got an email from a guy named Norval Hayes and Harfoosh. And I would not have known who Harfouche was, Pastor John, if it hadn't been for Pastor Win Worley. And he's doing a, man of, a mass deliverance, and he, he's calling out any demons that came in through Harfouche. And uh, I'm sitting there at the table, and I didn't even pick up on him. My mom says, yeah, I know Harfouche. I said, wait a minute, Harfouche? You mean the guy that they just called on the mass deliverance? Well, I did some research on him. The guy's an eighth-degree black belt. He's a pastor, and he has chains of karate schools around the country. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Pastor John, but a major gateway is through the uh, the occult uh, gateway of martial arts. It is, yeah. And uh, lo and behold, I got an email from this guy, and uh, I looked at him, and I said, there's something wrong with this. They, they, he was almost like in a martial arts kata, and I could almost I could discern the spirit just looking at the photograph. And what I found out in doing an investigation is you go there, 
and they'll claim they're going to do some deliverance, and they'll, they'll lay hands on you and do a counter move and touch you, and they've just transferred a Kundalini demon into you. So, folks, uh, just as there's a true baptism of the Holy Spirit, and there's this Kundalini invasion, there's true deliverance ministry, and then there's uh, there's false deliverance ministry. So you got to be on guard, and uh, you know you're in good company if you go to uh, Pastor John's conference, or you go to Hegewish, uh you get a hold of books um, by Wynne Worley, uh, Derek Prince. You know, there, there's not a, many that we can even recommend. Uh, but believe me, I think sooner or later, um, didn't Win Worley say at some point in time we may see a day where deliverance does get popular? And yeah, then you better fact, watch out. I was, yeah, I was just talking with uh, a brother, uh, potentially setting up this uh, New England meeting, mini workshop, uh, before the year's out. And uh, I was sharing that precise uh, thing with him. Um, Pastor World always warned us that when deliverance, you hear, you know, casting demons out and breaking curses and so forth, you know, great truth. But when a lot of the ministries, you know, and, I, and I've, I've heard Joyce Myers and Rod Parsley and some of these other guys, Benny Hinn, uh, talk about deliverance. And uh, Pastor Worley would say that and warn us that when, when you hear these big ministries, these mega ministries especially, uh, uh, talking about it, uh, the devil really has, uh, you know, he couldn't knock you off the horse. So what he does is the next time it goes around the bend, he jumps on with you. And uh, these, you know, I remember watching Benny Hinn on television once, and it just happened to be flipping the dial, and I said, oh, this ought to be interesting. You know, this demon's got this guy on the ground, and he's kneeling, and he's growling at Benny, and Benny's, you know, way across the stage like he's afraid even to come come near the guy. Wow. And, uh <laughs> Number one, here, here we put our arms around people. Here we hold their legs down. Yes. We just had a had a uh, a young girl at our at our uh, fall workshop last month, and she was she couldn't have been more than eighty pounds, and uh, she with her both legs. We got five got five guys holding her down. Wow. So, you know, her daddy was one of them. We normally keep the gals with the gals and men with the men, but in this case, I was holding one arm down. Another brother, whom I trust, was holding another arm down. And my wife was on the legs, and another wow. brother with her trying to hold her legs. She couldn't have been more than 80 pounds, but I had a tough time holding her arm. Good I grief. I wrestle, wrestle in high school, so, you know, I can kind of handle my own, but this was, you know, she couldn't have more than 80 pounds, and, you know, I think she was, uh, you know, in eighth grade. So I'm just telling you that, that these, uh, these spirits are strong, they're, they're, they're real, and... Um, you know, hello, uh, they're inside of young people, middle-aged people, older people like myself, and, uh, and, and they're there, and we have, to, we have to learn how to battle them. Amen, and uh, I'm going to bind the spirit of Boise right now attacking this uh, equipment. Um, we're having some technical difficulty out there. Someone just wrote in. Um, I don't think the devil wanted the mass deliverance to occur tonight, so without further delay, Pastor John, let me give the mic over to you. Um, let's do a mass deliverance. How about that? <laughs> Sounds great. You know, before before we begin, I had a I had a brother. It was interesting. I was calling out some demons, uh, and one of the uh, one of my uh, brethren in in uh, Massachusetts, and uh, he was uh, telling me the next day that he had. I remember going through the list, and the Holy Spirit just kind of put my eye on on, on the water witching, and uh, sure enough, the next day he told me. He says, you know, he had totally forgot. 
that he and his mother were sitting down on television one night, and one of the stations was showing uh, something about water witching, and he watched it with his mom. And he's already got a, you know, his father is a, is a strong mason uh, with a, with, I forget what degree he's got, but he's pretty high up there. So he's already dealing with his Masonic curses and all the Masonic demons that had come into him. But he told me that the water witching, uh, he got some deliverance from water witching spirits. So Praise it's amazing God. in these mass deliverances how we can, uh, you know, as the Holy Spirit leads me and we hit, I hit these areas and name these spirits, it's amazing uh, how... Uh, you know, he knows exactly who has what and all the listeners who are listening. So let's get right into some battle and uh, give me an idea on the time. Okay, and we got sound back. Uh, you've got up to uh, 53 minutes. Go for it. Okay. Well, that's, uh, that's definitely plenty of time. <laughs> well, Father, right now we just come to you, and, uh, Father, we uh, thank you for this opportunity to uh, grant freedom. Uh, we are only, uh, Brother Shannon and myself, uh, we are only... Uh, unworthy clay vessels, and we uh, certainly just want the Holy Spirit to effect and put into effect His will uh, and His power uh, in and through us. And uh, right now, we uh, take this opportunity to bind the strong man over and within all the listeners, and we uh, bind the strong man over the radio program, over the station, over all the equipment. We bind every wicked spirit that's been assigned to hinder, harass, and cause problems, whether malfunctions in the equipment. We break the chains of command in the heavenlies over Georgia, over Atlanta, over New York, over East Aurora, over Erie County, and all the eight counties of West New York. In fact, over every county and uh, precinct, street, neighborhood, home, uh, apartment building, wherever any listeners are listening, literally across the globe, and uh, down the road in the future through archives. And uh, we bind those spirits to our authority. We are in Christ. We are seated in Christ at the right hand of God the Father. And uh, far above all principalities and powers, including you demons, where you're commanded by name or by function, you must leave immediately. We call for myriads of angels to battle for us in the heavenlies, on the earth, under the earth, and within people, especially us. And we also uh, just ask for the, the precious uh, Holy Spirit of God, God the Holy Spirit, for his uh, wisdom and discernment, his words of knowledge, and all the gifts to be flowing freely, that uh, the the the, uh, the bound us who are bound will be set free, and that includes everybody. We're all bound, it just no matter how much, and we uh, in turn bind these spirits in Jesus Christ's name. And uh, you're immediately to look up to the third heaven, right into the eyes of the Lord Jesus Christ, who is seated at the right hand of God the Father, and he will tell you uh, where to go. All right, in Jesus' mighty name. All right, uh, before we get in, we got to do some uh, some prep work. And remember uh, that... Uh, Pastor John? 20... Yes. Uh, I apologize. Uh, I've got a technical difficulty, so here's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Uh, stand by. I'm going to reset the line, and I'll call you back in two minutes, and we'll get started. Is that That's fair? Good. Okay, I'll call you right back. Okay, uh, I think I'm back on the air uh, does anybody hear me in the chat room? Can anybody hear me talking right now? Don't know what's going on. It sounds like we're under a demonic attack right now. Um, I did dial back in. Uh, I don't know if anybody can hear me. If you can, please let me know. It says show is on but not streaming. This is the first time this has happened to me. Right now we apply the blood of Jesus to this program. 
We bind all spirits seeking to stop this program tonight. The Lord rebuke you, you foul spirits. We bind you in Jesus' name. Loose your grip right now from this broadcast in the name of Jesus Christ. All spirits of Boise, we bind you. Loose your grip right now from this broadcast in the name of Jesus Christ. Loose your grip right now in Jesus' name. 